Failure is actually what creates your dreams. It creates strong leaders. Failure is the gateway to achieving everything you want on the other side of the fence. It creates experts. Hello and welcome to the Social Acre Podcast. I'm your host, Terry, principal and founder of the Social Acre Agency. This podcast is home for the trailblazers and unconventional doers for all things business, self-development, and motivational pick-me-ups. You'll hear the real and raw struggles of entrepreneurship, solo episodes from myself, and expansive stories from guest speakers. Each week, you will leave feeling like you're not alone on the journey to wanting more. You can expect to feel inspired and empowered to get off the fence and take action. So pull up a chair, get your headphones on, and join the conversation. Welcome back to the Social Liger Podcast. Today, we are talking about popular advice that every entrepreneur will give you, including myself, but advice that very few actually follow. And I'm also going to go into why people hesitate to follow this advice and what you can do to overcome it. Let's get started. My main point that I am talking about when it comes to popular entrepreneurial advice today is all about failure. Entrepreneurs around the world will encourage, encourage, encourage failure. Fail more, start over, try again, fail again, try again, fail again. Fail, fail, fail is what all the entrepreneurs tell you you need to do to supposedly become successful, to grow, to get better. And that advice is true. But why is it that very few can actually follow through with this advice? If you think about failure, failure is actually what creates your dreams. It creates strong leaders. Failure is the gateway to achieving everything you want on the other side of the fence. It creates experts. We all think that when we want to start a business or maybe we've started a business and we're at the early stages of a startup that we want to be an expert right away. But the thing is, it takes failing time and time again to become an expert, to become renowned in your industry and in what you're selling, your profession, your expertise. And this advice might sound obvious and regurgitated by some of the most renowned entrepreneurs out there. And everyone agrees, yet when it comes down to actually failing, it's so uncomfortable to fail that this is usually what stops you from starting in the first place. Now, I want to tell you a little story about when I first started out and my failures. My first client paid me, I think, $80 (laughs) to do some social media stuff for them. I I can't remember. It's, It's been a while since that has happened, but I can tell you I never forgot what they paid me. And not that that was a failure. Obviously, it wasn't because everyone has to start somewhere and there's meaning in that. But the fact that I was willing to put myself out there knowing nothing about how to manage clients, 
let alone manage somebody else's business or social media presence. I mean, I didn't know nothing, but I had never done it before. I had no experience. So I knew going into this client relationship that I was going to fail. I knew that I was going to learn and I knew that I honestly didn't care what they paid me, even if they didn't pay me anything, because it was an opportunity for me to learn and try again and see what works for me and see what I needed to leave behind. And I still fail to this day. And failure is essentially a result of trying. And trying repeatedly results in progress, and progress results in success. Failure loves the long game. It's not meant for 100-meter sprints. It's a marathon of learning, growing, and doing. And as an entrepreneur, if you can take that leap of faith to fail, you are going to learn, you are going to grow, and you are going to become an expert in your field. Now, I want to pause here for a second and read you a quote by Maya Angelou. She talks about failure a lot. Here it is. You may encounter defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it is necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. Now, it's really important when you think of failure to associate it with positive emotions and growth and expansion, a new era, you're evolving. And I think oftentimes when people even hear the word failure, it actually, it feels uncomfortable. We associate it with negative connotations. We associate it with, you're not good, you're not good enough, don't do the thing, you're gonna fail. And I think if we can rewire our pattern of thinking to actually associate failure with positive connotations like growth, success, like rising up from a challenge, that we can really start to actually take failures for face value and accept them for what they are and not being afraid to talk about our failures, not being afraid to accept our failures and tell other people that we failed. I think when you are in an emerging industry or your startup is you want clients, you want a good reputation, you want this and you want that. And that's why you don't want to outwardly express that you have failed or that you are failing and that you're trying new things because you think it's going to give you a bad rep. When really nobody is focusing on your failures. I mean, maybe they are from a social media point of view. People really do like to dig at you for what you're failing at. But like I said earlier, if you're failing, all it means is that you are going through trials and tribulations of what is going to work and what is not going to work. So when you're done that failure, you learn from it, you improve but you're going to fail again. So if you're uncomfortable with the thought of failure, if you're uncomfortable with outwardly expressing that you're failing and trying and growing and learning new things, it's hard to be a good leader when you are showing up as a perfect image all the time. And it's hard to keep up with that because we all know that's not really you. We all know that everyone has struggles and challenges and fears and doubts and failure behind them and in front of them. And it's important to not assume people will judge you differently or think of you differently or think of you of less as an authority if they see that you're failing. I respect people 
who own up to their failures. I respect people that showcase their failures online because I'm like, damn, that person is really going after it. They're really trying new things. They're putting themselves out there. And there's a lot of respect in the people who do that. Going into my next topic about how you can overcome the fears of failing restarting and trying again. Now it's a constant battle of overcoming fears and hardships and imposter syndrome in entrepreneurship. As a business owner, there's a lot of false beliefs and mindset blocks, but there are a lot of ways that you can challenge this. And it doesn't just start with habits. I'm not here to just ramble on about how you need to read X amount of books and meditate for X amount of minutes a day and get up at 5 a.m. You do what works for you. If you're flowing in your routine and that means getting up at 9 a.m., that's fine too. But what I want to talk about are a few things that help me constantly overcome my fears, my false beliefs, and my mindset blocks. And the first one is a mentor. Find a mentor or invest in a business coach. Now, this really helped me when I started to feel lost and fearful of next steps. Hiring a business coach or finding a mentor is something where you are expanding. You're learning from someone who has already gone down these big paths of trials and tribulation. And if you can learn from them, it's not that you are trying to avoid failure, but you can at least minimize and learn at a faster rate. And not to say that this is a race because entrepreneurship is very much a journey, but having a mentor can help you avoid some of the unnecessary trials and tribulations when you're learning and growing and starting a company. And the second thing when you are going down a new venture or exploring a new opportunity, join a community of like-minded people entrepreneurs, business owners, find your tribe and be open with them. They're likely experiencing the similar challenges, if not the same challenges. And that opens up a whole new realm of community connection. Being able to relate to someone is so important. And as an entrepreneur or business owner, what we tend to do, especially in the startup phase is isolate ourselves. We isolate ourselves from everyone and everything because we're just so dialed in and we're focused on our dream and we're focused on creating and building our legacy. And we forget that it actually starts with community. It starts with people. You know, the saying takes a village to raise a child. In my opinion, it takes a village to build a business. It's the same thing, maybe not literally, but it's the same concept. You need to have connections and a network and a mentor and your community that has your back when you're not having a good day, because believe me, you are going to have a lot of days where you doubt what you're doing. You're going to have a lot of days where you don't know what's next or you're confused or you're so isolated that you start to backtrack and think, maybe I should just go get a job because my friend at her nine to five has so many colleagues and so many friends. It's a misconception that entrepreneurs are lonely. We make ourselves lonely because we don't reach out and join the communities and invest in masterminds and go to conventions and business meetings. And if we started to do more of these things, the fear would dissipate because you would realize all of those people in that room with you, they're freaking scared too. And if you can join a community where you can talk about your challenges, you can share your experiences, 
and find someone that you can trust and relate to, it makes your journey a heck of a lot easier. Now, number three, and this one you're going to be like, everyone says this, but it's true. Get to know yourself better. Get to know yourself better. Take note of your thoughts. Who are you hanging around? What do you tell yourself on a daily basis? And how is that affecting how you show up in your business? And I also want to dive into the point of family. Family can be extremely challenging, especially if you may not have grown up in the most ideal of circumstances. But what I want to tell you is this. Your circumstances do not define your potential or your success. You define your potential and your success. That means you need to start spending less time with your mom or less time with your dad or less time with your brother because they're negative and they're telling you that you can't do X, Y, and Z. Then stop hanging around them. Go find a network of people. And this ties into number two. Go back and connect with your community if you're triggered. Go back and connect with that person who makes you feel like you can do anything and cling to them for dear life because it is so hard to take on this journey of building a business by yourself. You just can't do it. Number four, I want you to think about your vision. Literally right now, think about your why and let that propel you forward in making decisions, in building your business, in finding the kinds of clients you want to attract. Let your vision be the soul of your business and it's backed behind every single thing you do. Now, I went through a point, I would say about six months in to starting my business where I was lacking vision and I was lacking a thorough understanding of my why And I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know that this was why I was feeling the way I was at the time. But I had two weeks where I was in a complete rut, you guys, and I'm being honest. I was depressed. I was complaining. I was self-sabotaging all my false beliefs and my doubts. They were all coming straight to the surface. And I simply just did not feel motivated to run my business at all. I didn't feel motivated to even work that day, that week, those two weeks. And after I came out of that rut, which it took a while, I journaled and I reflected on my why. And I got clear on my vision by asking myself a few simple questions. What do you love doing? Why do you love doing it? And who can you impact? And I think what I've learned from that experience is you're never going to know where you're going if you don't have vision. And if you don't know where you're going, you're probably going to eventually quit. You have to have a vision for where you want to go. And going back to your fears, I think understanding your vision and your why and allowing that to propel you forward will help you overcome your fears every single time. And here's the thing about those four points I just made. If you're lacking mentorship, community, self-development, and vision, then it's going to feel impossible to challenge your fears, doubts, false beliefs, and negative habits. It starts with you and it ends with you. And you may not have control over your environment. And if you live with your parents or your roommates, it may be harder to double down if you have others criticizing, challenging, or bringing you down in close proximity 
But this is why your vision, again, has to be so strong that it grounds you every single time fear makes you want to run. Now, I'm going to tell another little story about my circumstance. I started my business in my student house, living with four other females who could not have been anything but the exact opposite of me. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. But my point is it was extremely challenging to fight my fears and my self-doubt and my false beliefs when I was surrounded by four people who didn't believe in me, by four people who thought this was hocus pocus, by four people who thought, oh, this is just another one of Terry's ideas. It was hard to focus and every single time at the end of the day, my vision brought me back. It's you who has to want it at the end of the day. It's you who has to live with the decisions you did or did not make. And it's you who has control over what you believe, think, and consume. So next time you're in a challenging circumstance where all of your fears are just boiling to the surface, and maybe there's a person in your life who causes these things to boil to the surface, bring yourself back and ground yourself in your vision and know that you are in control. I want to tell you another quote by Theodore Roosevelt. He is my favorite. He has some of the best quotes that I use in the morning as affirmations. So here it is. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, who strives, who comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. If he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I hope that you got something out of this episode. I hope that it moved you. I hope that it helped you in your day today and left you feeling like you can crush those fears, like you can move forward and do the thing, get off the fence and take action. I am so beyond grateful for anyone who is listening to this episode right now. And I would love to hear from you. Screenshot your podcast app, tag the Social Laker podcast on Instagram, and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. I cannot wait to share this journey with you and to hear your thoughts and how this made you feel. Next week, I will be talking about do you really want a business or do you just want more freedom? So stay tuned for that next Monday at 9 a.m. I cannot wait to chat with you. I hope you all have a great day today and I will see you next week. Bye everyone. I am so thankful to whoever is listening right now and I would love to hear from you. Screenshot your podcast app and tag the Social Laker podcast on Instagram. If you feel so moved, please leave us a review. I can't wait to connect with you and hear your biggest takeaways. Until next time, bye everyone.